Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian. And today we're here to review the film, The Suicide Squad, which stars Idris Elba as Bloodsport, uh, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, John Cena as the Peacemaker, Colonel Rick Flagg as Joel Kinnaman. Um, I said that backwards, but Viola Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Viola Davis has Amanda Waller, Michael Rooker as Savant. Um, really, there's a lot of characters in here. Uh, there is a lot. But um, Pete Davidson as Blackguard. Didn't realize that was his name. Um, and this is also directed by James Gunn, who did Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. But essentially, this film is about the government sends the most dangerous supervillains in the world, Bloodsport, Peacemaker, King Shark, Harley Quinn, and others to the remote enemy-infused island of Corto Maltese. Armed with high-tech weapons, they trek through the dangerous jungle on a search-and-destroy mission with only Colonel Rick Flagg on the ground to make them behave. But what did you get from the Suicide Squad? I mean, it was great. Uh, it was a pretty good movie. Um, I couldn't remember. It was like, why is it not called two? Um, and I guess the first one was called Suicide Squad, and this is the Suicide Squad. It's mm-hmm. interesting. This interesting title choice there. Um, but I thought it was pretty good. Um, it had comical moments. It had that same James Gunn style. Um, the first one had. I think this story on this one was more interesting um, and a little more high stakes. Than the other one, right? You didn't have the um, the weird witch in this one, um, who was the big villain. So makes more sense this time good. around, right? It made more sense. I also feel like these films almost remind me of um, if you're familiar with ah, what's the name of those movies? Um, what's the category? It's, it's an a- it's action movies with a bunch of washed up action heroes, and then very Expendables. Young- Yes, The Expendables. I feel like these movies remind me of The Expendables because they just take similar characters or equally weird characters, um, put them together and put them on a mission. And it's not, it's not a bad comparison, not a bad thing. Um, if you have the formula, stick to it, it's great. But it felt the same, right? You could almost person for person, you know, this person replaced it, that person. Or, or some of them are still in this movie and just died early. Um, Right, like, like uh, yeah, some of them die. Um, but the same way the last one, some of them died very early and it was hilarious. Um, the deaths in this one eh, were as less hilarious. They're, I mean, really? it's more. I don't know, but I don't know. I'm going back and forth. They were less or not, but they were maybe equally hilarious. Um, but the way it was filmed was, it was, it was good. It was colorful. It was, it was an interesting story. Well, I enjoyed this one. A lot more than the first one. Not that I didn't enjoy the first one. I, I I enjoyed it in parts, but it was never a complete story, like a full movie. This one definitely felt like a full movie. It had a goal in mind and they executed it and they right. executed it very well. Really, I feel like this might be the best DC film since the Dark Knight series. Wow. Um I haven't gotten to the comparison game with this film yet, but I, <laughs> you think it's better than Shazam? Yeah, I enjoyed it more than Shazam. Okay. Maybe, I don't know. I'm not against that idea, but yeah, it, it was really good. So maybe. I mean, it's definitely one of the most well put together DC films. Um, yeah, the story was there. Yeah, the story's definitely there. They have the characters that you can connect with, like um, Idris Elba's character, Bloodsport, even though he's a big villain. Um, right. Really like uh, Will Smith. I mean, it's literally exactly. like the same character. 
Just replace that guy. <laughs> That's what they did a lot in this film. Yeah. Um, they try to make they, they they try to kind of distance themselves from the first film while also carrying over some of that same stuff from the first film. Like some right. of the same characters. Right. Like Harley Quinn and um Amanda Waller. Right. And we got more Amanda Waller, I felt like, in this one. And I was really happy about that. Because they were <laughs> hilarious. It was well, not not all of those hilarious, but very stern, very demanding, very much in character. Um, and then hilarious towards the end. Um, but yeah, definitely. Um but you did say that the kills or or deaths were maybe mm-hmm. more funnier in the first one. Really, only one person died in the first one, from what I remember. I guess it was. It was just the guy with the strings, right? Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Was, which was hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> he was built to die right, anyway. It wasn't the one guy. They killed a couple in this one. Um, oh, a couple? They- <laughs> <laughs> That's an understatement. You're right. I guess the majority uh, did not finish the film. <laughs> um, but I was thinking about that opening scene. Well, not opening scene, but the, in the beginning, um, where a couple of them die pretty instantly together. Um, they felt like more serious deaths. They weren't as like hilarious. Yeah. Um, I think James Gunn brings that same Guardian, Guardians of the Galaxy feel. Um, really almost the same setup. If you look at the main villains that they have, for mm-hmm. the the mission um i mean i'll probably get into that later but you do have a lot of characters here but a lot of them just don't last past the first 15 minutes really no i think <laughs> i think the formula for these movies is a really good way to um explore more characters who are like these side villains that really are not an issue for most of the DC heroes. Um, and if they are, they're not for long. Um, but we get to experience them on camera, one film, uh, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, some of them, we don't see their powers used at all. And they just die. But um, I guess True. that's fine. You want to waste that money on special effects. <laughs> well, I mean, they are very brutal in this film. This is rated R. This is not it for is. children. Yeah, it is. Um, I could only imagine what he would have done with Guardians of the Galaxy if they would have let him do that rated R. Yeah. Because <laughs> they go all in. This movie is very violent. Um, I mean, there's a lot of jokes in it, some very adult jokes. But, um, you know, I really liked it. But anything else before we get into the spoilers? Uh, no. I th- Well, I think that... Uh, some of the acting actor choices I thought was really cool. Right, Idris Elba um, with King Shark in this, as Sylvester Stallone's voice, uh, almost pulling a uh, Vin uh, Diesel, a group. Uh, yeah, Vin Diesel with Groot, just really not saying much um, and offering their voice and being a really effective character in the film. Um, Pete Davidson in this, John Cena. Um, you know, of course, in one of those one of those scenes, I felt like I was watching WWE wrestling again. I was like, he, he's like. These moves are straight from his career in WWE. It is clearly fake fighting, um, but not in a bad way. Like, I mean, the fight scene was a fight scene. They're all fake, but it was just, it felt like I was watching John Cena again and not <laughs> the peacemaker. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess I'll go ahead and make this comparison now, but I feel like the main villains that they use in this film are set up just like the Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, like John Cena is like Dave Batista. Um, yeah i mean even in the style of the character like how he's very literal um yeah makes jokes like that um idris elba isn't exactly like star lord um he's more serious Mm -hmm. but um you know he's the leader of the team you got your group character with king shark um what is it uh what's the name zoe zaldana's character it's not really mm-hmm. similar to the rat catcher. Um, oh, I could see that Gamora being that person. Yeah. Yeah, Gamora. Maybe slightly, not much, not too much. Um, and then I guess that's where the comparison stopped because there's not but really those a were the, rocket. I mean, those are the main villain characters. 
Yeah, I mean, you also got Polka Dot Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't really see him as a villain, though. Or the rat catcher. Well, I mean, he did kill lots of people. But, I mean, why is he even there? Well, I mean, the same reason Boomerang Man was there in the first one. Like, I mean... But he's a thief, though. I mean, he's 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 actually done some... Well, Polka Dot Man murdered several people. I mean, he said that... Before that. He was in jail. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I see, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had murdered several people. He had psychological issues. At least, I don't know his character in the comics that well, but... In he's this, pretty silly. You know, yeah, in this, he's more so traumatized by his mom. And just imagines people are if he kills mom first and weird thing imagines people are his mom and then kills them. <laughs> yeah, but l- let's go ahead and get to the story. So um, we we have the setup where we follow Michael Rooker's character Savant. Um, he's in prison. Uh, you know where all the big villains are. He starts to get introduced to the new team of Suicide Squad characters. And they're sent on this mission by Amanda Waller to this beach area. Um, and they're supposed to like infiltrate. And they also have uh, Rick Flagg going there, Harley Quinn, um, TDK. I think is I think that stands for the detachable kid, even though he's not a kid. Right. Uh, Javelin, Captain Boomerang. Mongal, Blackguard, Weasel <laughs> is this Sean uh, Dunn, who was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, disgusting looking Weasel who looks harmless, but he's killed many children. So that's why he's in there. Um, so they're all sent to this island, um, you know, to infiltrate. But then Pete Davidson walks out there and he's like, hey, guys, you know, um, you know, he starts acting like he usually does. <laughs> like, hey, guys, you know, you know, the deal that we talked about, you know, you know I, I lured them here. And then whoever is on the other side, they proceed to shoot him straight in the face. I mean, very violently. Yeah. I mean, his face is just sunk in from that bullet. <laughs> and then the slaughterhouse, I mean, the, the slaughter just begins. They just start right. killing left and right. Um, along with the Suicide Squad, they start trying to kill them. Um, I thought Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang mm-hmm. um, used some pretty good boomerangs. I mean, better ones than yeah. he used in, in the last film. They actually cut through stuff. Mon Gal was really um, strong and she could jump, and I think that was it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> TDK is as useless as his name. He just detaches his arms and they just float. And I guess he could slap and punch, but right, he can he can still animate them when they're not on his body. Yeah, but he's pretty useless. I'm not familiar with his character, but he was very useless in this film. Um, I'm not even sure how he's a villain. Um, Michael Rooker's character. Is very afraid, so he starts running away. And if you remember from the first film, Amanda Waller plants an explosive inside of their neck. Mm-hmm. And anytime that they try to leave the mission, she'll, you know, blow their head off. And she blows his head off because <laughs> he tries to run away. Um, Harley Quinn just survives somehow, you know, because she's Harley Quinn. And um, Rick Flag is taken by the enemy. And there's just so much explosions and people just dying just very violently. And on the other hand, they go back, I think, maybe eight hours or maybe the day before. And they show the real team who's supposed to infiltrate that island, which is comprised of Bloodsport, which is Idris Elba, the Peacemaker, um king shark the rat catcher and the polka dot man and you know they have their similar introduction like the first suicide squad film right but you know more talking right there's an interesting use of title cards in this one i liked it more in this one than the last one i felt like the last one was a little too taking me out of the movie to do this um but even like the different chapters or so in this um the way they, you know, use the camera to artfully 
make a word, make a title of a series uh, or a um, point in the film was pretty cool too. Yeah, definitely. Um, they use, what is it? The, the environment to make the words, mm-hmm. which is really nice. It was a cool looking thing, but um, yeah. Uh, so Amanda Waller puts this team together after threatening to put Idris Elba's daughter into prison, you know, with all the adults. So she forces his hand to participate in, in her suicide squad. And they put this team together and their mission is to infiltrate this island. Uh, what was it called again? Porto um, Maltese. Right. And uh, get rid of any trace of Project Star. Um, but they also have to watch out for the people who inhabit the place who have now taken over with a coup. Um, these guys who are very violent and not friendly with the u.s but um you know they start traveling learning about each other um and then they find out that amanda waller actually sent another team ahead of them as a distraction uh because she didn't warn them ahead of time mm-hmm. and now they have to pick up uh rick flag because they think that he's been taken by the enemy so as they're traveling they run across what is supposed to be where Rick Flag is because they think he has been taken by this enemy and they just start murdering like crazy without <laughs> asking any questions. <laughs> right. And they do a good efficient job. And you have Bloodsport and Peacemaker who are similar characters. And that's that's a problem you get into when you get into some of these DC villains, particularly when they're Batman villains. They're very gimmicky and very similar often. So, but this time you have Bloodsport and Peacemaker going at it, kind of being like, who's the more effective mercenary? Um, who's the better shot? Who's the better killer? Um, and they go through just this competition of different ways of killing folks um, until they open the door and realize that was not necessary. No, it was actually the resistance, the people that they could have worked with. Oh, to- yes. Yes. More than not necessary, but. <laughs> productive yeah um and they were very violent in the way that they killed people um and they made it a competition (laughs) well blood sport and the peacemaker right and making the kill too non-violent was like no points (laughs) yeah um and there was a line before that they before they got there that blood sport made to the peacemaker um it was about you know, you use the peacemaker name to cover up your true intentions of how you want to be this murderous person, which I thought was pretty interesting. And you kind of see some of that towards the end of the film, whenever, you know, things really happen. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Um, but, you know, they team up with who's left with the resistance and Rick Flag and try to head towards the real enemy. And as that's happening, Harley Quinn has been taken by the enemy. And I guess she's popular over there. And, um, right. (laughs) So she's told. Mm -hmm. And the guy, I don't know his name at all. I'm looking for it. He's one of the leaders along with this other military guy. Um, they don't really take him seriously. They say that he's more of a lover than a fighter, but um, he wants to see Harley Quinn. Right. I forgot the reason why outside of that. I mean, I, I know he wanted to kind of, you know, woo her, but there that was another reason. It. I mean, but, he was just, in, he was just impressed by her. Um, for one, yes, she was a part of the American team coming to, um, potentially overthrow his government. But um, no, he was interested in her, interested in her um, her demeanor, how she behaved, all these things. Um, and I think he had every intent to actually marrying her and keeping her around. Um, but Harley Quinn, I think this was more so not, this was carryover from um, Birds of Prey, this idea of independence. And um, she, she was referencing the Joker a lot in this film, um, talking about like trauma and, past relationships and things listing some of the issues that she had had with the joker um but she um 
yeah, ultimately didn't work out um, for the couple because she said she she recognized a crazy uh, egomaniac when she saw one. Um, and they just don't go away. <laughs> and they just don't go away. They don't change. You can't change them. Right. But you don't leave either. You kill them. That's what she does. So right there. Now right she's in the a, neck. Right in the neck. And now she's a prisoner and needs to be rescued or so they think. Yeah. Um, I think there's some stuff that happened in between them because we kind of fast forward through a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, also, we do get the side of the villains a little bit with uh, another villain called The Thinker. He's already on the island. He's used as kind of like the scientist guy for the enemy of the island. Right. Um, and he's been working on this Project Star for a while. And um, he explains that this big giant star, like a starfish, came out of the sky, you know, from space. And um, I think it was Americans and, you know, I guess mm -hmm. a lot of different governments came in contact with him and, you know, was trying to experiment on him. But then the starfish started. Um, what do you call it? Had other little starfish it. coming out of itself <laughs> right it's like it was like releasing spores right so that's how yes. it that's how it multiplies and grows it lets go a little starfish starfish and they attach to a person so a host of some kind and they take the life force from that host um and um link the consciousness of the host with the big star um and you know he cannot talk um they can talk through his host Yes. Um, and um, the thinker has basically had this thing locked up for, I think, 30 years. And the uh, the people who ran the coup in the country plan to use it to attack, you know, the big powers or the big countries in the world, like the U.S. and maybe some other nations. But, um, you know, they want to be well known. They want to be taken seriously. Right. So um, in their briefing with Amanda Waller, the Suicide Squad, they were told to meet up with the thinker, you know, not in a friendly way, but to get to him, to get to Project Star. So um, they go to a club where he's supposedly always hanging out at. They meet up with him, try to take him out. But before then, um, the enemy who's on the island, they come in contact with him and take Bloodsport, The Peacemaker, and I think Rick Flag. But the Rat Catcher and King Shark. Mm -hmm. Wait, where is he at this point? Did they really take him? King Shark? King Shark? They. He, he, poor King Shark. He gets left behind so often. Like, he's almost like the Hulk in that way. He's so big for the, these missions. Yes, I think he was left in the van. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. He didn't go inside of the club because he would have stuck out. But. Um, it was a polka dot man and the rat catcher who took the thinker while the rest of them were taken by the enemies on the island. Um, but, you know, they're able to escape and meet up again. And that's when I think they find Harley Quinn. I know it kind of sounds like I'm all over the place, but that's a little how the movie is. You know, it's that's a little, it is. It's a little it's back and forth. Cars because there's so many little tiny stories that you get you to the end, but um, it is a lot. They cover. Yeah, I think Harley Quinn kind of had her own story going and then they just met up at the end. Mm -hmm. I think maybe the popularity of the character had more strength in this. Um, I don't know. I, I enjoyed some parts of what happened with her, but I mean, she should have died way earlier. I mean, she didn't she didn't actually die, but compared to all the characters who did die. She could have easily died. I was honestly, I was surprised it wasn't an intermission in this film with all the main title cards. That was yeah. <laughs> well, I think they had to do that just to have keep people on track, you know, know where the story's kind of going. Yeah. Some of them had more interesting titles than others. Um, Holly Quinn's probably the most direct with the titles and things like that. Um, but yeah, she, I, that's a, I mean, uh, I, I pick on Holly Quinn. For, I pick her in these movies specifically, not the character in general, um, but specifically in these movies. They do give her, they put her on like 
Black Widow level strength and ability. I'm not sure that's earned. No, it's definitely not. Like, where did this? We, she, he got he dipped you, and will look like candle wax, and now, now you like a just an excellent marksman. You can fire any weapon with no kickback, and you're an acrobat. And you can do all this stuff. Well, I get the acrobatic out. stuff. A little bit, but I mean, if she was tortured and hanging up like she was, her arm should have been dislocated by that point. There's no way she's got the strength, the body muscle and strength to choke someone out and then reach down with her foot, get a key, flex it all the way back up, put the key in the hole and turn it and get down and then start fighting trained militia like it's nothing. Yeah, she was spinning around in circles while they ran through doorways, you know, just shooting them one at a time while they just right. fell at her feet. Exactly. They, 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 weren't, they weren't really trying, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, she had a gun, so you're going to hesitate, you know, to approach that. But, but um, one at a time, guns. so she could have her moment, most definitely. Um, I thought it was an interesting animation moment that wasn't necessary, but I guess it kind of made it go back to the comics, right? Where all of a sudden things don't have to be logical or make sense. Um, because you see, you know, she's fighting and shooting people and they're bleeding, but it's turning to flowers. Um, Cause in her, I guess it's like in her mind, this is what it looks like because she's crazy. Um, so that was an interesting detail that I thought was, I don't know, it fits, even though I feel like it shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, I feel like she just had her own story. Like they wanted to include a Harley Quinn movie inside of a Suicide Squad movie. They did accomplish that task. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I guess the character is very popular, and that, and that's why they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. It. But um, I I would have been fine with less screen time. Um, really? But, yeah, I mean, it, it felt like her story was just you know, just different from theirs. Like, if it didn't happen, the movie would have been mm. the same. Stuff that should have been put in Birds of Prey. Yeah, kind of. I mean, even with that guy dying, how important was he to the story? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I guess, well, I mean, if he didn't die, the general the military would have been different. But you're right. It wouldn't have changed the overall ending. That nothing to the military, everything to the giant starfish monster. Um, so you're right, it wasn't necessary. Yeah, so, I mean, it's fine seeing her. I mean, I thought the fight scene was pretty similar to her own film where she was, yeah. uh, you know, hitting the dudes with the bats in her own film, but right. Um, that was it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't too special, but no. um, they finally meet up with the thinker uh, well, well, after they escape from the enemy with Bloodsport and the whole Suicide Squad. And he leads them to Project Star and starts explaining that this was actually backed up by the U.S. government. And their whole mission was to just cover this up and get rid of everything. Right. Um, but Rick Flagg, the patriot that he is, or maybe non-patriot, he wants to show this to the world. He wants to let everybody know that, you know, I guess the government is corrupt and mm-hmm. they all deserve to know. Yeah. I don't think is Idris is, is Idris Elba in the room at this point? I can't remember. Uh no. Uh, he is not. And they there's a po- moment where they go back in time to rewind to see what other folks are doing during this that scene. Cause there's just Peacemaker um and Rick that are in there. And uh the rat catcher. The rat catcher. Um, and they and I think the others were just laying bombs, and they come back and show that, um, which I guess I don't know if they were too many characters or what, but um, there were some moments where some characters disappeared and it didn't quite make sense as to why. Well, I guess they were setting up to blow up the place. Maybe. Yeah. Um, it is, and I guess I don't know. Is there a main character in this film to you? Um, 
I think the main character is probably Idris Elba mm. and Margot Robbie. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. He got kind of the leader role. He took Will Smith's spot. Um, and uh, Margot Robbie's doing the same thing she did, except maybe a little bit more than the first Suicide Squad because of Birds of Prey and success, I'm sure. Um, Was it successful? For DC, probably. <laughs> well, this is definitely a better film than that one. I, I would agree. But, I'll watch this one over. Oh, yeah. I've already watched it twice. Oh, wow. I think it's that good. But um, the Peacemaker, he was actually sent undercover while a part of the Suicide Squad to make sure all of this is taken care of. So Rick Flag is in the way and he's like, I need to get rid of all of this um, evidence and I don't care if you're in the way. So, um, you know, they start busting, going back and forth. The rat catcher also gets in the way, but he ends up killing Rick Flag, which I, I kind of felt for him. He's kind of, mm. he's an innocent man. I mean, yeah, he's why not even really... sign up for this. I, I'm trying to remember the motivations from the first film and they're unclear. Oh, well, it was because of um, the witch. The, oh, the that was his girlfriend or wife or whatever. Um, he really didn't have to be in this, but I guess they wanted someone who had the moral capacity to want to show the video. And so he was the right fit. But you're right. He really didn't, didn't need to be in this or any of them going forward. Yeah. I mean, why, why be a part of this? A suicide squad where you know there's almost no chance of you coming back. Right. And I'm not sure if he also has the bullet from Amanda Waller. You mean the, the chip? Right, right. Oh, okay. He shouldn't. He's part of the military. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I thought. So it's not clear as to why why he was in this. We're gonna pause real quick. We're gonna go back. We're going back. So Amanda Waller, of course, is throughout this whole film. Right? Oh, yeah. Just talking in their ears, all this stuff. Um, one of the first deaths was um, you know. Someone was aborting the mission and she said, don't do it. And she did blow them up. Um, <laughs> and she's challenged a lot in this film, right? She's yelling. She's angry. I thought the scene that she did with the El- Idris Elba um, in, in the beginning when she was recruiting him was awesome. Um, when he came and attacked her, did not flinch. Um, yelling, stand, stand, down. Down, stand down, stand down, <laughs> right? Um I was a little, little, little bit of, little bit of uh, nasal clearage there. Even when she's just yelling in general, so that's interesting actress choice, um, or choice by the actress when she's so emotional, no matter what it is. Um, it's a little bit, it's a little spit, Good actor. Little, a little flimmy um, for some reason, but it plays in her favor somehow. Um, and the afro, not a curl out of place. I mean, the thing was sharper than a microphone top. Um, it was. It was packed out and neat. Um, it was like just it was interesting, but no, but but um, her commentary I thought was really well, good as well. Um, and you know, whenever they do have this change of heart conversation, when the cameras do come back up, um, the conversation she has with the folks on the ground, the Suicide Squad about the mission, and that was pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, Viola Davis is always great. I mean, right. I I can't think of a time where she's been bad. Um, right. And I think she definitely fits this character. I, I think they got the perfect casting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People were floating around her or Oprah, and I'm glad they went with her. Oh, yeah, definitely. She killed it. Um, and I saw it just from How to Get Away with Murder. I was like, this right. is definitely Amanda Waller. But um, she does kind of get a lot of pushback towards the end of the film with her own crew. That's you know, in some remote place. Um, and they also do make side bets on who might get killed first. This, this mm-hmm. is near the beginning of the film. Um, when there's just like everybody getting slaughtered in the suicide squad. But as we're getting to the climax of the film and um, there's an explosion where Project Star gets out. Um, that's when... Uh, I'm trying to remember how the explosion even happened because it was it was an accident that set it off. Yeah, 
it I don't was know. Too early. I forget what what it was. It shark involved, and they went back because I think even the editors thought that that scene needed some help because they um, they did uh, they were fighting. The explosion had already happened. Peacemaker, uh, Ricker fighting, whatever is happening, and then they go back in time to them setting up the things. Okay. And someone is it someone shoots a gun no it was probably king shark who inadvertently blew up a part of it or something it but i feel like it wasn't i feel like it was like the resistance coming in and someone was shooting because i feel like a gun is what set it off maybe i mean in the end it really doesn't matter i don't know (laughs) it really didn't matter but i felt like it was almost an afterthought it was like oh yeah we gotta explain why this explosion went off not when it was supposed to so let's back up let's rewind and then they just kept it that way in the final script yeah but um i mean i i just forgot exactly all the details but the star actually comes out and i mean he is a huge star enough to just tear down buildings just from walking <laughs> yeah honestly I'm, I'm not gonna lie it took me a while to be able to look at that thing without squinting um really? i mean because it I mean, it's creepy, Carly. I don't, I don't, I don't do that. I don't do creatures without fur. Um, and it was just in my face and it was a lot of it. Um, it was kind of hard to watch. It's like not Patrick Star. It, yeah, Patrick Star like that. Um, and uh, so particularly when it was smaller and some of the earlier clips um, and these little spores, stars are coming out the, in the beginning. And it, it got better when I saw all of, you know, the big cages of people um, who were all being sucked in already. Um, it's like, okay, I'm seeing it more, I'm a little more okay with it. But then it got big and then released them all over the city. And it was like, oh, like, my skin's crawling. Um, but that's just how good the, I guess, the uh, special effects were and everything, right? The eye was very detailed on all of them. Um, yeah. But yes, it comes out. The first time it opens its mouth to like yell, that creeped me out because its <laughs> mouth is on all five appendages and they all open together. And it was like, oh. You know, I felt the same way that Bloodsport felt, you know, with all the rats. Yes. I, mean, I, I can't stand that. Yes. <laughs> That's just disgusting. I'm like, ugh. Ugh. Um, because the rat catcher she can call rats and do yeah i guess whatever and i guess rats are really violent or they can be well they very they can be very destructive right i mean that's what if you're rat infestation they can ruin your they can ruin your house they can chew the wires they can know this stuff so if they get to chewing on something it's really bad i think it's like if you uh, i don't know what the time is and it's a really weird fact and i'm glad i can't remember it honestly <laughs> but if you are paralyzed like there's statistics on how long it would take for ants to consume your body and the same thing with rats, and it won't take rats a long time. Like if you didn't move and they just could eat you, it it is a very very painful way to die. So it just and they looks disgusting the way that I'm I'm imagining it. Yeah, and they pick you clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I can see why Bloodsport would be afraid of them. <laughs> right. I wouldn't like it. I would make kind of noises. If I was in that situation, the crawling all over me, I would be, I, I'm going to pass out. I'd probably pass out due to just my nerves and everything happening. And it's too much simulation. I would just fall out. I mean, just seeing one of those things just running. Yeah. Ugh. Can't do it. <laughs> God forbid two. I would scream. I would run. Oh, just disgusting. No, But, but I mean, they, they do play a key role in, defeating this big star um so the star starts letting out all of the little spores out onto um the civilians in the city and they start controlling them and you know trying to fight the suicide squad right and um on top of that the army of the enemy has been invaded with the stars Mm -hmm. and he's trying to control them um and the big star is basically just, I guess, trying to take over the world, which was, I think, the original mission for it. 
Well, it wasn't exact because there was a point, and I this part I like it resonated with me. I was like, oh, this thing is disgusting. But I was like, oh no, because <laughs> it was upset that it was there, right? The thinker um had you know messed with it, tortured it, because when it attached to a you know, to a subject, all those feelings and, and bodily functions and everything, it feels as the host of those spores that are connected to the human bodies. Um, but there's a point right before it's finally defeated um, where he talks through the general and says, I was happy when I was just floating in space, looking at the stars. Because okay. originally yeah, he, that's what it, all he was doing. And the humans on the, on the space shuttle, they took him in and captured him and experimented from there. Okay, I got you. Oh, yeah, I remember that. We create our own villains. Yeah, that's true. Right. But also, hey, I understand man. the Suicide Squad is on this, but I'm going to say it. Where was Superman? Right? I mean, this is a big deal. Where's Batman? Where's well, what Batman just as powerful as Harley Quinn? So I'm not worried about him. Where was where was where was Wonder Woman? What were they doing this? I mean, yes, it only affected a city, but those spores could have went anywhere. It wasn't guaranteed they'd beat this huge monster because all of these, I mean, majority of these people are normal people who are the villains, right? Polka Dot Man was had some powers because of experimentation. Um, uh, Rat Catcher has the ability to control rats but bloodsport the leader and main person he's just a good shot same with peacemaker um who wasn't part of the final battle but um i guess king shark yes yes is very super strong so it's like but it, it, did he did they match the villain's energy i don't know the of course the movie let them win but i don't know if i think that was actually a fair matchup for the suicide squad Right, I think that this was above what they should have been able to handle. Um, I guess without the rats jumping in his eye, <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> and also, Harley Quinn was in that eye fluid too long to still be alive. Why should have died way why, before this? The same way, what was it? Uh, was it Suicide Squad? It was Batman v Superman? Whenever they they they're in the car and it go and Joker's you know driving a car, Batman follows them. Um, they jump in the water and they pass out. And um, Batman punches, I think, Harley Quinn. Underwater. Um, underwater. How is she not inhaling all of this? <laughs> Why is she okay? Why is she alive, right? When she's in the eye fluid, she's floating around for just a little too long. And then uh, Tori also made a really, really good point. How are these rats like still going in this fluid? Like they should be... Like they must not be swallowing what they're chewing because they got to hold their breath. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I don't. I don't see it. I think it, this should have been someone else's villain. Well, I think it worked better than the first one. I agree. I agree. Because the enchantress, I mean, I, she can destroy all of them easily. Yeah, very easily. Um. But this one was a big starfish that moved pretty slowly. I mean, could attach to anybody and control them. But I mean, it 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 works somehow. Yeah, it it worked out. I thought it. I mean, I thought the way it worked out. Yes, it was. It made sense. I just I don't know if I would have thought to put this villain in the, in it this way. Um, but the way it worked out for them in the film, I thought made perfect sense. Um, now that, that thing is dead, I mean, how do you proclaim it dead? Who cleans this up? What <laughs> happens next? Are these people all dead? Did, I mean, oh, yeah, how do, dead. We, do we just nuke this place? That's probably, what, that's probably what happens. Suicide Quad comes out of there, and then the U.S. government just nukes the entire town. You, well, also, you know how they betrayed Amanda Waller? Yes. The Suicide Squad. Yes. <laughs> and she gets knocked upside the head. I, felt- I mean, she was mad. <laughs> Turn around! Turn around! out that was hilarious because i mean she had that she's the open that case she flipped open the switch about to kill them all (laughs) hello office secretary said not today um 
And then I thought it was interesting that whenever she did, you know, pass out or whatever, um, they're like, what do we do? Um, and she, the one who knocked her out kind of takes on that same personality <laughs> just in favor of the suicide squad. Um, and then at the end, you get the, just the scene of her in her office with the ice pack looking out there. I wonder what she's going to do to her team, though. I don't know. I mean, what do you do? Because obviously the team is probably not going to say who did it, right? They're not going to fess up. They're going to be, you know, all for one, one for all. So she probably just keeps them. I don't know about that. I think later on she kills them somehow because she did that in the first movie. Ah, that's true. (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) Somehow she'll get them back if there's another film after this. Right. I, but, I have confidence there will be. Like I said, they have the real expendable vibes going on. What random actors are bored who we could put in this movie? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, but I, mean, I, think, I think it's a really should. good cast. I think, they, I think it's a pretty good formula. Yeah, I think it's a really good cast. Um, But really, what's stopping her from just blowing their head up after the fact, like while they're sleeping or something? Uh, only thing I can think of is she's trying to keep her into the bargain and be fair, right? She's called several of them for several missions and they go back to jail because right, the deal is what, 10 years off your sentence. So it's not like you're scot-free after this with most of these crimes. They go back to jail. So I think she wants to use them again in the future. Yeah, 10 years off of like 10 years or, or 10 life sentences. Mm, right, right. <laughs> I mean, you'll, work, you'll be working forever. Because yeah. <laughs> I mean they've all murdered a lot. Like Bloodsport, um, with yep. his introduction with Superman. Well, he mm-hmm. shot Superman with a kryptonite bullet right. him in the ICU. Now, how do they not find out the identity of Superman at that point? Like, come on. People know. <laughs> people know. Not everyone, but people know. But they act like they don't know. And he doesn't wear a mask or anything. It's because it's because of the way DC is written. It's the that's the way it was in the comics. It didn't make sense then, and they're sticking to it. I guess. Doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. But um it, so Bloodsport and the rest of the Suicide Squad, they threatened to um expose what the government or the U.S. government has done with Project Star, their involvement, unless, you know, they, uh, Amanda Waller lets them go free. Right. Um, and she keeps up her end of the bargain while also looking over her shoulder, you know, to make sure another golf, golf club doesn't hit her upside the head. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think the movie ends right there. Well, yeah. we also see the weasel. He actually did survive because at the beginning That's they right. pronounced him dead. Um, and I guess he's free. <laughs> I get. Well, the, the, I guess there's probably still a tracker on him, right? I would assume. That's true. Um, I hope he comes back, and I hope they do more with him. Honestly, um, really, I don't know. He, Let him die. I mean, he's a baby killer. Was he the? Was he the? Uh, uh, Rock, rocket raccoon equivalent no he doesn't have any lines i mean he kind of <laughs> looks like him <laughs> the weasel <laughs> but he doesn't really do anything except almost drown right why is he in a human prison i feel like there should be a separate prison for him <laughs> he should be in a different place well i mean king shark in the same place i get yeah i guess i guess technically that it is a superhero villain in our way I guess. Villains. I like that uh, name. In that way. Yeah. That's what they called him. Um, oh, right, right. But I'm pretty sure he's a Flash villain. Oh. Um, but yeah. Um, any other thoughts about the Suicide Squad before we give it a rating? No, I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was pretty well written. Um, yeah, it was it was solid. Yeah, I agree. The only thing that I miss that we got in the first film was the bangers, the music, the bangers, the music that was made for the movie, you know, sucker for pain. Ah, too good. 
<laughs> Heathens, another banger. Uh, Purple Lamborghini. Yeah, that, that one was kind of good. That wasn't, you know, the, one of the best, but they made a lot of bangers in that film. Yeah, this is true. This is true. And we didn't, you're right. I, I didn't pay attention to the music that much in this one. No, nah, there was nothing that really stuck with me. But um, let's go ahead and give it a rating. So yeah. the lowest rating is trash. Middle is background noise. And the highest is a banger. So how would you rate the film The Suicide Squad? I would rate this. Oof, I'm torn. Um, probably, it's a low banger, actually. Yeah. I'm rating it high. I would definitely have to agree. This is definitely a low banger. Um, yeah. It never reaches that certified banger status, but it's definitely a low banger. It's a must watch. Um, it's rated R. So, you know, mm-hmm. no kids need to see it, but it's a very good film. I, I think it's the best DC film in the past almost 10 years. Wow. And I have a hard time disagreeing with you. But that's just a bold statement. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm 100% behind that. Um, Even though the Joker was received very well, I think it won awards. Mm -hmm. I I like this one better. I think this one has been the best film that they've made in 10 years. Yeah. A very different kind of film, right? That Joker movie is so far from anything. It's close to the Dark Knight series and anything else DC's made. Um, So that one's definitely hard to put in the comparison category with this. But yeah, I think it, yeah, this is action excitement colorful crazy funny good movie yeah and it's with that dc flavor you know Mm -hmm. it's not exactly marvel but it's you know it's dc right um they're not trying to be like marvel but that does it for us at any reviews thank you everybody for listening Make sure to check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description. And if you want to send us a message, you can click the message link to get featured on the show. And thanks for listening.